Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. You know, there are a few tricks I have up my sleeve. I really shouldn't call them tricks. They're more implementation of principles that I just really find amazing. They're almost magical uh, when you deploy them and before you do or before you understand the principle behind them it almost seems absurd that they would work. But we've all felt this work on us before even though we maybe didn't realize it or maybe we stumbled into it and it worked for us where someone responded to something we were doing. So I want to share one of my favorites with you today. Again, it's on the topic of tools to get people's attention because people with outsized executive presence understand how to get and hold people's attention. There's not much you can do as a leader, as a person, as a human being, if no one's listening or paying attention to what you have to say. Now, whether they agree with it or not, that comes next, but you really, not even at the table, if you don't have people's attention or you might as well not might as well not be at the table or in the room if no one's actually paying attention to you so this one i like to call the lead right the lead like you're leading someone like i like to picture um it's kind of like you're you're holding something out that someone wants and uh, as they go to grasp it you just kind of pull back a little bit and then and so they come towards and you pull back pull back and it like a little chase ensues and you're leading and you're you're always just a little bit you know just a fingertips apart you know or forward away from the person so they keep coming obviously if you're too far away people are going to give up and say why bother but if it's just kind of right there and it's right around the corner the human tendency is gosh i'm i'm almost there i definitely want whatever that thing is uh that's leading me so today we're going to talk about two types of lead. The first is one that you may be familiar with just from movies and TV, more commonly called the cliffhanger, right? It's like it abruptly stops at a point where it's not really done and you can't help but want more, right? It's it's Luke Skywalker learning Darth Vader is his father. What's going to happen to him? It's, you know, I don't know, some couple you know, breaks up at the end of the season. You don't know if they're going to get back together uh, at the beginning of the next season. You just have to know, right? So what does that mean from a professional perspective? How, how might you use that? You don't say, maybe I'll come back to work tomorrow or maybe I won't. That's not really a, a great career enhancing cliffhanger. But what you can do is you can start off with previewing something that's going to come, something that you know people are interested in, and kind of slow roll it and, and save bits and pieces of it for later. So for instance, you could say, today what we're going to talk about is how uh, in a previous group we were able to save X million dollars and cut off this many cycles from our uh, project, and I'm going to share with you how I did that today. And do you feel everyone leaning forward, ears open, pens out, ready to take notes or, uh, you know, scribble notes on, on their electronic device? Why? 
because you haven't told them how you did it yet, but you've previewed it. And then you go into your stories or your explanation and everyone's like, all right, all right, when are you going to tell me? When are you going to tell me how you actually did that? So a cliffhanger is a really great way uh, that a lot of executives use, whether that's intentional or not. I'm trying to teach you the principle and why it works. This is not necessarily um, to give you tactics for you to go out and use you know, mindlessly. Um, however, what you can do is you can try to use these in smaller situations, see how they work for you, develop them, and fold them into your style. So when you need to use them in a bigger setting, it's not the first time because I don't recommend in a really high-pressure, high-stakes environment trying a skill or uh, implementing a principle uh, when too much is on the line. It's, it's very difficult to perform if you haven't practiced it before. The second skill I want to talk about when it comes to leading is what's called future pacing uh, by people. I think it was coined by neurolinguistic programming. Um, which I've learned a little bit from. I'm not like a huge NLP guy myself, but there are some useful and interesting principles uh, there. And one of them is future pacing. And what future pacing is about is getting people to imagine the future state, to imagine how things could be in the future. And usually that's like a good future state. Like imagine if you only had to work four days a week, could have you know four months of vacation and could work from home all the time. If I could tell you how to do that, would you be interested, right? I mean, come on, who's not gonna be interested <laughs> in that unless you already have that or you have no interest in having any sort of life outside of being in the office, right? So what future pacing does is it leads people's minds into future possibilities, into future beneficial states, and that grabs people's attention because most of us were kind of um, thinking about what we don't have and, and the challenges of the future. If you can get people to think about the amazing, wonderful things they could have, that is another way to grab people's attention. So would love for you to try out one or both of these techniques. Let us know how it goes by leaving a message on Anchor FM uh, and let us know your experience. I'd love to hear from you. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I hope you've been having a great week, and I hope sincerely that you've been having success capturing people's attention, perhaps using some of the techniques 
we've been talking about. We have two more techniques to talk about. Uh, however, before we get started, would love to hear from you any of your stories about your attempts to capture people's attention. Maybe you have some success stories where some of the things we've been talking about have worked. Maybe you've had challenges. Either way, would love to hear your experience. Uh, and if we can, feature it in a future episode. Great. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a specific tool to capture people's attention. This one is novelty. And by novelty, we just mean something new, something unexpected unexpected. However, it doesn't mean just looking different, right? Just showing up with a different type of shoe or parting your hair a different way isn't what we're quite talking about when we say novelty because that can easily be missed. What we're talking about when it comes to executive presence and novelty is not just looking new, but acting and being in a different way than is what is expected, either of you or for the general situation. So for example, let's say you're in a meeting or a training. Everyone knows that the first to five, 10 minutes are gonna run exactly the way you expect. So what's the temptation to do, right? Just to tune out, you check your phone, you think about your Netflix queue, you do anything but actually pay attention to what's going on in the beginning of that meeting, right? It's like when you get on a plane, uh, most people don't really pay attention to the safety announcements because they feel like they've heard it uh, a million times before. So in order to combat that, when you do something new, thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.